Good morning, everybody. Back again with another daily podcast to hopefully help you live better today, really. But who am I to tell you where to live? I can give you some advice. I can remind you of core things, but it's up to you. But I thought today I'd go back to one of my favorite books I've read in recent years, and it is Be Water, My Friend by Bruce Lee's Daughter. And she tries to illuminate his life as a philosopher, as a martial artist, as a father, all this type of stuff. So the quotes that stand out to me, I'm going to, through my, I used to, I used to color, I used to put these sticky things in and I've color coded this absolutely beautifully. And that's why you should do it actually, because now I can just go through it, I guess. Anyway, I'm going to read some of my favorite stuff from this book, because I think it's a good reminder going into a Friday, potentially a big weekend for some of you. Um, Bruce Lee, one of his trainers, would tell him to be like bamboo, be pliable like bamboo. Because when the strong winds come and hit bamboo, the bamboo just bends, no problem. But when a strong wind hits an oak tree, you think the oak tree is much stronger than a bamboo. Look how thick that oak tree is compared to the bamboo. It's way bigger, way stronger. What happens to trees, big trees in really strong winds? They break, they collapse. So... It's better to be pliable and flexible and go with things than to try and go against some of these forces. And one of the pieces of advice Bruce Lee got given from his mentor was never assert yourself against nature. You know, you are nature. You know, we think we're separate from the world and the universe, blah, 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 but we are it, right? A very thing, important thing to probably realize. And if we are nature, we are abiding by the laws of nature. Now, in nature, nothing comes to fruition instantly. It's never happened, it never will happen, and the only time it could is if we genetically modify something in the lab and stuff, do it, yeah, but even then it takes ages. So when you start to think of your lifestyle changes, fat loss, getting stronger, getting fitter, it's not gonna happen overnight. As the farmer and the seed, you know, the farmer, I've said this loads of times, but it's a good reminder, a farmer doesn't plant seeds and wake up the next day and go, when can I harvest this? Because he knows how ridiculous that is. It takes seasons and seasons, and then it can reap at the end, right? And it's the same with your process now. So one of the first things, never assert yourself against nature. You will always lose. So be like bamboo. Understand it takes time, it takes patience, it takes loving, it takes watering. It takes understanding there's good days and bad days. There's some days there's a lot of sunlight, some days there's not. There's a lot of rain sometimes and the farmers can't give a good yield. Sometimes it's great. You know, sometimes people are helping you, some people are not. Momentum's with you, momentum's not. It's never a straight line. Never has been. Um, and that's something to radically accept. So, moving on. The openness and pliability means it is in a constant state of readiness, but a natural readiness because it is simple, simply being holy itself. It's talking about the flow of water here, similar to the bamboo. Bamboo has got no limitations. So to be like water then is to realize your most whole, natural and actualized self where you are living as much as possible in the slipstream of life as you forge your own path forward. Water will take any direction. When it hits a stone in a river, it goes around it. It doesn't get, go, should I go left, should I go right? It just goes around it. You know, it's always ready, but still. You know, if you think about a water behind a dam, for example, it looks very still. As soon as that dam breaks, whoosh, it's gone. You know, that's kind of where you want to be. That's kind of the stance Bruce Lee would teach in one of his martial arts lessons is like this kind of like, his base stance is kind of like, 
very steady, but at any given time you can spring into action. And that takes awareness, it, takes, it cultivates um, a kind of, not really a focus focus, but at least uh, an attention, attention. Okay, to be aware. For my father, being in the flow meant in part being present, choosing to live his life consciously, purposefully, intentionally. Being present means more than occupying physical space. It's not just about whether you show up for a class, but whether you are actively participating in the class. Are you listening, asking questions, taking notes, engaging in the conversation? While you physically there but on your phone, half asleep, hoodie up, your buds in. Right? How many of you are doing this? Even to this podcast, you're just listening, blah, 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 yeah, cool, cool, cool. I crack on my day. Are you seriously taking some of these things on board? Okay, and my father has a quote that I love, which reads, to grow, to discover, we need involvement, which is something I experience every day, sometimes good, sometimes frustrating. You might think, well, isn't everyone involved in their own lives? The truth of the matter is that while, yes, we are involved in the sense that we are alive, as in breathing and doing things, many of us are not fully tapping into our consciousness or self-awareness and ultimately our potential. We are not proactively directing the course of our lives and paying attention to and working with our energy and the environments and relationships we find ourselves in. For many of us, life happens to us. We get trapped in the unconscious patterns of living and forget there are, in fact, many choices and many ways to be fully involved in the creation of our lives. You know, these, these are like big life, big statements, right? And, you know, you could be thinking, well, what's this got to do with fat loss and stuff? everything's got to do with everything does that make sense you can't you can't just focus on fat loss you have to focus on the whole now when you do focus on fat loss you focus on the mindset you focus on the steps you focus on your physical activity you focus on how this changes your energy you focus on your relationship with your activity your relationship with your food your relationship with how you deal with your emotions and how you, that leads you to just eating for the sake of it because you want to escape the discomfort. Your relationship with people, your social relationships, your relationship with alcohol, your relationship with eating out, your relationship with bad news and good news. You do this, you learn, you know, you learn everything. And it's not just about, can I lose one pound this week and nothing else matters? Because if that was the case, this is the wrong place for you to be. You need to go find an online coach, pay him 250 quid. He'll tell you to eat air and popcorn and maybe a bit of bacon, bit of, actually not bacon, chicken, broccoli. Yeah, you'll have air, you'll have sleep for dinner for sure. And then you'll have an hour of cardio to wake up to. Probably wake you up in the middle of the night for cardio as well. I see some stories of people waking up 2 a.m., 3, 4, 4 a.m. to have a protein shake, man. Because they want to keep the, the, the protein coming in steadily. People do crazy things. People do crazy things. They'll do anything. Listen to anyone. Right, and just, just to get some abs. What are you going to get when you get abs then? You got abs then what? Nothing much happens. You think, well, I need bigger shoulders now. I know I need bigger this and that. Okay. So we seek to guide. Guide, not bind. This is the turtle, the parrot, the whatever, the scot, the philosophy we're listening to here we're not binding to any uh, strong ideas we are just learning our, about ourselves every day you're reading the book of yourself every day you learn every day it's fresh it's not accumulative it's fresh insight every day what happened with me and my relationship with my 
uh, Haribo yesterday, it's gone. What's my relationship right now? I can actually be actively, attentively aware of it. And my father would say the most important work you have in your life is to be yourself, or as he called it, to self-actualize. This is Bruce Lee now. What you do, teach, play sports, feed starving children, enforce the laws, write books, and who you are, a parent, a spouse, a partner, a mentor, artist, is not as important as how you express your what and your who in everything you do. How are you being? This is what people mean when they use the word embodiment. To embody an idea, a practice, a value or a concept is to integrate it into your being, which is expressed through your doing. To say that kindness is important to you, but then not to be kind means you have not fully embodied the value of kindness. To self-actualize is to raise your human vibration, reach for your greatest potential and express it outwardly as you move through life to the highest level possible, whatever that may be. Where you choose to express it in your hobbies, in your work, in your relationships is just the vehicle through which you shine your light. When your purpose is simply to be the most highly functional and joyful version of you that you can be, then every moment can be an opportunity to fulfill your purpose and the journey becomes so much more exciting. You now have your purpose no matter what. Even the difficulties become more manageable when we are committed to expressing the truth of who we are. My father encouraged a lifelong process of self-actualization to make a reality of, not self-image actualization, this is important, I'm not saying go and self-image actualize, go and do things so your image looks the best. Look deep inside you, and you've, a lot of people have done the seven levels of deep exercise that we've explained before, where you ask yourself, why, what's your goal? Okay, why do you want to achieve this? Why, why will that, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to do that? Eventually, you will all get to something along the lines of, I'm doing this to be a great example to my kids. I'm doing this to be the best person that could be in my role because I'm helping other people. I'm doing this because I want to be a good role model for those people around me. I'm doing this because I want to be confident and that means I want to fulfill my potential in life. I'm doing this because I want to give out the best energy of me out into the world. I don't want to be that person that's walking around low confidence, low energy, miserable, sad, always talking about, can I eat this? Can I eat that? Oh my God, should you eat this? Should I eat that? Oh my God, I'm going on a new diet every Monday. Going on a, and you fail every Friday. Always moaning about food on the weekends. Never being able to eat a meal out because you think it's bad for you and you gain fat. No one wants to be that person. You don't want to be that person. So if you're real deep wise, like, okay, the people around me always are taking in my energy or they're always in my kind of influence, right? And this just goes back and forth, right? And you think, especially if you've got kids and especially if you've got a job that other people are like around you, if you want to be the best person for these people, you can't be catastrophizing eating a Mars bar. You can't be catastrophizing thinking like, oh my God, I messed up last night, I ate the takeaway. You can't be always obsessed with like a pounds and losing weight and all that. You have to start looking at like, if my relationship with food and my relationship with my body and my relationship with my own health is in tatters, how can my relationships around my other places be their optimal amount, yeah, their optimal levels? I don't think they can, right? So you, you really got to dig deep here. And if you want to self-actualize, you do it every day. You want to be a good role model for people. And there's a real haunting study, right, where daughters of mothers who speak about dieting, who speak about losing weight, who speak about how they look terrible and fat or whatever, those little girls, I think by the age of eight, 
a huge percentage of them are already thinking about losing weight. Right? We've got a responsibility here to not be doing this. We, we, we are subconsciously feeding the youth this bullshit we've been fed. And we can't see it because we're so preoccupied with our self-image actualization. We must have abs. We must lose all this weight to look good in a dress. People think it's cool. I must look like someone I just saw on Instagram last night. I must go and do this. I must go and do that. Now I need this operation and this treatment and this and this and this. I must have that from this person, that from that person, that from that person, that from that person. I need her perfect body, her perfect lips, her perfect eyebrows, her perfect job, her perfect holidays, her perfect husband. You go round and round and you give this energy off to the people around you. Oh, and especially the people who are younger. What do you think is going to happen to them? You know, like, this stuff is not, it's not, this is not like a laughing matter. It's a serious thing, you know, and I'm speaking directly in a sense because I actually care about you listeners, about these things. I actually care about this topic. I want to help people, but I know I can't. I can't help you. I can just say things that really help me and I've read the research and I can point you in the right direction. But really, if that's just, if, if you are to self-actualize and you want to, be the best person you be around people, you start thinking, well, why shouldn't I put the best fuel in my body? Why shouldn't I be moderate in my eating and drinking alcohol? Why shouldn't I also be easy on myself? Why shouldn't, why shouldn't I always be realistic? And why shouldn't I not catastrophize? You know, you start doing, I don't catastrophize. I try and eat moderately when I can. I try and do my best every day. I understand I've got to be honest with myself because without honesty, we've got no base. I start off with an honest base. I start where I am, not where I want to be, okay? And this is the thing. I make sure that I'm not using bigger words that, than are needed because words evoke emotion. If you say that you're feeling depressed, but you've actually just felt a little sadness for five minutes, you've got to think about all of these things that happen. And you walk around saying, oh, I'm feeling depressed. Are you just situationally sad for the day? Yeah, I am actually. So why are you saying you're depressed then? Because that's the modern world. We jump to the big words straight away. Right, so let's embody this type of mindset today. I'm going to read. I can talk about philosophy to people. I'll talk about what fascinates me in history. I'll talk about this and that. There's no problem for me. And you have the other problem. Don't want to speak about these things. Think it's not cool. Think it's too deep and all this stuff. You know, there's there's always those people out there. But you have to embody the philosophy. No one's perfect. There's never perfectionism. I've forgot perfectionism exists many, many, many years ago. Um, I launch things and I know they're not perfect, but you get feedback and you, you crack on. There's some people who demand perfectionism in their lives and they're miserable people because it never happens. So you can't, you can't demand perfectionism in this journey, especially this weight loss journey. You might never get to the body of your dreams, right? That's because some of us, our lifestyles make it very, very difficult to achieve a desired, out, uh, desired look of a body. Of course, you could do it. Everyone here could go and do it. We've got amazing members who are doing ultra marathons, for God's sake. Of course, we're capable as human beings to do amazing things. But you don't have to do amazing big feats to be an amazing person. You could be an amazing person by being a very still and calm person to be around. A very... Not just logical, but someone who's in tune with their relationship with things. Someone who doesn't jump the gun all the time. Someone who's got a cool head. That's also an amazing person because that instills there in other people around them. And that carries on. You know, there's a brilliant book. Um, what's it called now? Mm, 
Come of the name. Oh, shit. What's the name of it? Cumber. Anyway, he talks about how even though the head, you know, the head is connected to the body, essentially whatever happens at the head impacts the entire body, right? And you can think of your family unit or your work unit, that you're the head or you are there and there's someone down at the foot. Eventually, they don't have to be directly connected, right? But eventually, the system will feel what that leader gives out. So say you know, you're in a room or you're in, you're in you're, it's a home or whatever, you don't have to say many words, you don't have to actually do anything, okay? But people can still feel the energies off. And it's important to realize this. And um, I think if you, can, if, you don't, if you can be a person that doesn't get sucked into the bad energy, you're in a much better position to make better decisions for yourself, but also when the bad times happen, you're in a really strong position. You're like water, you're like, you're ready, you're ready to go. You've, you're, you're fluid, you're ready to go. You can see what can go wrong, what can go right. You, you've, got, you've got like a view of things. You can really deal with things properly. But when you're really not feeling good, when you're not looking after your health, when you're really catastrophizing and you're rushing around and you're panicking, you're very self-destructive, bad news comes in, you can't handle it, then the other people in the family can't handle it, it turns into a massive problem. That's because there isn't a strong leader there to really distill that coolness around the place. So I hope this is helpful. It's not exactly directly fat loss advice. Um, but this, these are the types of things I think about and I think are important um, in our journeys. So have a cool head today. Think about your self-actualization, which is always beyond the self, really. It's always about our families and our friends and the people around us. And try and be that light to people today. And you can't put the light in other people, but you can help them put their own light on. And that's the beauty of it. So put your light on, enjoy yourself, be cool, calm, still, resilient. Don't catastrophize, do your best today. And the other people around you will benefit from it as a side bonus. Have a good day, have a good weekend. I'll be back Monday. And please don't turn up Monday catastrophizing. Oh my God, I ate so much food. It's gone. Be moderate in your actions this weekend, but come back Monday fresh, no matter what happens, and we'll speak soon.